Australia is following similar moves by other countries in barring TikTok on security concerns. Now, what did the government find out in their review? More ahead, I'm Brooke Coles. First, your ticker feed this hour. Donald Trump lands in New York as he prepares to face criminal charges in court on Tuesday. Tigger's US correspondent Veronica Dudo with the latest from New York. We'll have an update to former U.S. President Donald Trump's plans to surrender Tuesday to a Manhattan Supreme Court for his indictment. I'm Veronica Dudo live in New York and I'll have that story coming up. Russian investigators have detained a woman in their hunt for the killers, part of a cafe blast in St. Petersburg. In less than 24 hours, Finland will join NATO. So what about Sweden? Those details soon. Am I excited? <laughs> Absolutely. And NASA names its first woman and black man part of a new and historic moon mission. Now, from our headquarters at Ticker Park to the world, this is Ticker News. Hello to our viewers around the world. Brooke Coles with you this hour. Great to have your company. First to developing news. Donald Trump has landed in New York as he prepares to face criminal charges in court on Tuesday. Just a short time ago, he arrived at Trump Tower in Manhattan, where he is expected to spend the night. For more, though, let's bring in Ticker's US correspondent, Veronica Dudo, live for us in New York. Veronica, it's all happening in Manhattan. Media frenzy and fans on the street as well waiting for his arrival. That's right, Britt. Well, there was wall-to-wall -wall coverage from global news organizations around the world following former U.S. President Donald Trump's every move from his motorcade leaving Mar-a-Lago in South Florida to him boarding his plane, arriving in LaGuardia in New York, and then, of course, with several street closures as he made his way to Trump Tower. He, of course, occupies the top three floors of the penthouse. That is where he is expected to spend the evening before tomorrow surrendering in court. We're expected to see him in the morning with the arraignment scheduled in the afternoon. Now, this is under seal, so we don't know exactly what those charges are. Now, this is something that a lot of people have been split when they are looking at. Now, the district attorney, Alvin Bragg, campaigned on going after Trump. So a lot of people are saying that this is political persecution. Actually, 50% of the country believes that. Take a listen to Eric Trump, who is defending his father. This is during a campaign where they're not actually sitting in the seat, where they have no inside information, where they have no relevant facts. And they campaigned and fundraised off of going after my father and, and taking him down. One of several of Trump's attorneys say that in the case that this would move to trial, he feels that the jury would still be able to do the right thing. Take a listen. I will be sure to remind this is not a, a political election. This is the rule of law being applied across this country. And today it's Donald Trump. Tomorrow it could be a Democrat. The day after it could be your brother or your sister. Now, former President Trump is, of course, the leader in the race for the Republican nomination post the announcement of these indictments. He has seen poll numbers surge, but it's also bringing to mind another issue of other uh 
DAs across the country potentially doing the same thing. Take a listen to Senator Marco Rubio. And now the precedent is set. Now every state and local prosecutor in America who wants to make a name for themselves is going to go out there and say, well, who can I target? Can I go after George W. Bush? Can I go after Barack Obama? Can I go after Joe Biden one day? Can I, who can I go after to get famous? And I'll just make something up because all the partisans on my side will rally behind me and it'll make me famous. So the big question is, is this a weaponization of the criminal justice department? So we will wait to see what happens tomorrow. We do know that immediately following the arraignment, Trump will head back to Mar-a-Lago where he plans to deliver an 815 address to the nation and also very noteworthy. Trump's campaign says that in the past three days, they have raised over $7 million. Brett? A lot happening in Manhattan. Thank you for those updates, Veronica Dudo. Sure. Russian investigators have detained a woman in their hunt for the killers, part of a cafe blast in St. Petersburg. Pro-war blogger Vladimir Tatarsky was murdered in Sunday's bombing and more than 30 others were wounded. In a video released by authorities, a young woman by the name of Daria Trapova is heard admitting she handed over a statuette that later blew up. Я бы сказала, пребывание на месте убийства Владлена Татарского. Что ты сделала? Я принесла туда эту статуэтку, которая взорвалась. А кто теперь передал эту статуэтку? Можно я попозже расскажу? But the 26-year-old does not say she knew there would be an explosion. Investigators said they had evidence the attack was organized from Ukraine. These are allegations that Kyiv denies. Finland will join NATO, marking the completion of a swift journey into the military alliance for the Nordic nation, of course, following Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Rachel Graham has more. Finland will officially become NATO's 31st member state on Tuesday, marking the completion of a swift journey into the military alliance following Russia's invasion of Ukraine. The Nordic country has an 810-mile border with Russia, meaning NATO's frontier with Russia will roughly double in length. Finland had applied to join NATO alongside its neighbour Sweden as Russia's offensive in Ukraine intensified. The last hurdle to membership was removed last week when Turkey's parliament voted to ratify Helsinki's application, even as it kept Sweden's bid on hold. NATO Secretary-General Jens Stoltenberg hailed the move as historic at a press conference in Brussels. We should not leave the impression in the way that, that, that Sweden is left alone. No, Sweden is very much inside NATO, uh, integrating into military civilian structures. Allies are ready to act, and it's inconceivable uh, that there was any, that there were going to be any uh, threats or military attacks against Sweden without uh, NATO reacting, and even more so with uh, Finland uh, as a full uh, member. Turkey and Hungary continue to hold up Sweden's membership. In response to the news of Finland's accession, Moscow vowed to beef up its forces in border regions. After a 50-year hiatus, NASA is going back to the moon. The US Space Agency has named the four astronauts who will take humanity back to the lunar surface. Christina Koch will become the first woman astronaut ever assigned to a lunar mission. She holds the record for the longest continuous time in a space by women of 328 days. 
going a quarter of a million miles, continuing to test out every bit of Orion, going around the far side of the moon, heading home, going through the Earth's atmosphere at over 25,000 miles per hour and splashing down in the Pacific. So, am I excited? <laughs> Absolutely. Victor Glover will be the first black astronaut to take part in a moon mission. All the previous crewed missions to the moon were made by white men. Human spaceflight is like a relay race, and that baton has been passed generation to generation, and from crew member to crew member, from the Gemini, Mercury Gemini, Apollo, Apollo Soyuz, Skylab, Mir, the shuttle, International Space Station, commercial crew, and, the, and now the Artemis missions. And we understand our role in that. And when we have the privilege of having that baton, we're going to do our best to run a good race to make you proud. They will join Reed Wiseman and Jeremy Hansen to fly a capsule around the moon late next year or in early 2025. Okay, that's all to tell. Stay with us right here on Ticker News for exclusive chats and news you don't want to miss. You're watching Ticker News. More news is just minutes away.